Well, you want to talk? Do you want to talk about self care, right? Why? Why self care? It's very relative, <laughs> and you know you have all these. We have internet to tell us how we're supposed to take care of ourselves. Mm. But in fact, only we know how to take care of ourselves. But then forget that. We feel like, oh, what works for others doesn't necessarily work for us. And then when it doesn't work for us, we feel bad about it. Because like, not asking, what am I doing wrong? Why is it not working for me? So I feel like, Right now, even if we're at home, it's as if we brought stress home just by working. And like I said earlier, the indication of work stopping is it's not as obvious as you go to work, you commute, mm. you all day and then you go back home and it stops there and for some people it doesn't even stop there now there's like what you go to your living room and then when does it end like there is no proper indication you don't have your commute anymore to think about the day you had right you kind of like get rid of all the stress in your commute some people have like an hour or two hours or some people start taking care of them themselves in the commute like they start watching videos yeah there's no it's not a clear indication anymore and people are working on weekends more and then it's as if taking like a small break eating mm. eat, eating meals the bare minimum of caring for yourself is self-care now, which is supposed to be, <laughs> right? It's supposed to be like your sustenance as human. Yeah. Self-care is like, it's a notch on top of the basic sustenance, the bare minimum of, your, of the things you're supposed to be doing for yourself. And it's kind of crazy because breaks aren't what they used to be because we're all always in front of the screen yeah i mean even your break is going to be in front of a screen you're just going to change the tab you know you should open youtube or netflix but it's still a screen or you're, you're going to call your friend but it's still a screen exactly so then um we're going to say something And then there's the thought that they need, people need um, to be worthy of the self-care. So they overcompensate on work in order to deserve going on Netflix for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> there's the need to, I have to be so tired in order to like, indulge myself in like a really nice meal or yeah. take a breather you have to call out how oh this couple of hours i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna do that you know watch something listen to something whatever it is that you consider a self-care we tend to think that we have to earn it and yeah, I feel like there's a surge of we call out ourselves for like being idle when it should be part of the process that we have like moments to ourselves, just thinking about ourselves, not thinking about the hustle and grind and how. I mean, of course, I feel like this is a very privileged <laughs> take on things that I have made oh, yeah. at the world. You know, not everyone will have um the time to even read. but i feel like um 
people are understating their stress at an all-time high. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, okay. Okay. I think because there's, there's so much I want to say to that already. I think we should just start. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's, that's it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> hey. Hello, babe. <laughs> Hi, sweet. Welcome to whatever the title of this this podcast is. Okay, I don't know. Okay. I jokingly, I jokingly said it would be Moonrise Queendom, and I think that is probably what's going to be on the title. So I don't know. Let's try it out. I think it's cute, honestly. <laughs> it's kind of happy and cute. Happy, um, hopeful. Right. All sorts of things. It's open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay. So, hello, everyone. <laughs> this is sweet. And it's me again, Moonshine. And this is our second episode. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe now we'll actually have like the squares where our faces are. Or maybe last episode we also already did that. I'm not sure. But I'm just saying it's nice that we have a second episode. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to do that intro. Cheers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just earlier we were talking about um yeah, right? Like self care and you talked a bit about how you, you ended okay at which point i stopped you because i said no, let's stop and start recording you were saying that you know everybody's stress everybody is really severely understating their stress right now and yeah you were talking about you know loss of boundaries and all the guilt that people are feeling because we've been taught to kind of earn mm-hmm. our time Right. Has that has it been kind of like that for you? Personally? Yeah. No. Or you know, people you know. <laughs> no. Okay, so when the quarantine started, you feel bad being idle because you're working from home. It's a if okay, this is this was my routine before. This was my work hours. So I feel bad when I have idle moments. It's as if I'm pressuring myself that I need to be doing something really productive right now. When in fact, I don't have to do anything. You know, so we find things to, I'm pretty sure everyone has like cleaned their space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> corner of their place. Just to like make it feel like we're earning the rest we deserve. And the thing is, we've defined what we deserve. Rest. We've defined weekends before as resting days. To some people, it's like just one day in a week, right? So now, because instead of adjusting, we're trying to bring how we used to do things in our homes, which is crazy because it used to be our sanctuary of rest. It used to be the indication that you're supposed to be chilling right now because you're at home. But now it's like, when do I chill? Only when I deserve it? Yeah. That was the start for me. That was the start for me. I would feel bad sitting on my couch at 3 p.m. in the afternoon because it's not dark yet. I'm not exhausted enough to earn this rest, to be worthy and deserving of this idle moment where I'm just like staring at Netflix and browsing through TikTok or whatever. And so yeah, instead of adjusting how we do things at home, we're adjusting it based on how we do things at work and bringing it at home. Yeah. So yeah so it's like i think what you're talking about are just the structures the structures that that have been set like we don't even think about it 
because we were born into the structure. These structures were set and, and we just kind of would slide into each, you know, like we were born and we, we would slide into and the next phase, I suppose, would be like the family structure. And then after that, the school structure. And then after that, um, you know, college and the structure of college. And then after that, the structure of work, right? And it's all like all these like lanes and boxes that we probably just got used to. And all of a sudden, all of that's like gone. And we, and we are here putting those structures back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like they're not here. Uh, things are changing but we're still trying to it's like we're just putting on our own blinders and and like no let's not let's build these walls we need these walls uh are the walls that we've been used to we've yeah. been conditioned to have and like our normal conditioned us to be able to be busy be like useful yeah productive whatever that means and so in terms of self-care i feel like with everyone's stress being super understated we tend to forget that we are ourselves we're the main tool and if we don't um like any machine if you overwork it yeah it's going to burn out yeah, you, yeah definitely now it is a time I, I it is a time i guess to like set new boundaries for ourselves considering that we are bringing work mm-hmm. in our home safe spaces there's gonna be a need for a remapping of our boundaries our new walls yeah our timelines in terms of work what yeah. we need um acknowledging what we need acknowledging that sometimes your lunch time is more important than replying to this email asap this this is hitting home for me <laughs> My lunchtime is sacred. Yeah. Yeah. There are days. I, there are days I don't have a lunchtime. I I'm get literally eat, eating while in a meeting. And there's that's my lunchtime. Wow, you're eating in a meeting. I mean, there's there's the pressure also, eh? Because you wouldn't want to be the unproductive one, right? The pressure is coming from all of us, our environment. Everyone has. To post how busy how busy they are because if not what the fuck are you doing right now? It's you don't want to be <laughs> um, lazy is such a negative term for it, but it has been branded that if you're not uh, an important or you're not you're just not being useful to society, you're lazy, right? So every time we try to indulge ourselves into like netflix few drinks we're calling it our lazy time just chilling we understate chilling mm. we understate our downtimes when in fact it's so needed in order to like function as well as you did the day before yeah actually um i just just would you were saying earlier about how um, we are now bringing home the structures of work and you know and what that does to us i mean earlier today i was talking to a friend of mine and he sent me this link to this this doctor i don't remember but basically it was about how um you know we we used to be taught that we maybe our parents (laughs) we used to be taught that when a baby cries you're supposed to let it cry because uh, if not, it's going to get used to, you know, you, it's going to be spoiled. Um, it, sorry, the baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, um, basically this guy was saying that, you know, that's where a lot of anxiety starts. And as a thing is, personally, I've always hated that, that practice. And I know it's not, it's not um, 
taught or believed in anymore. But can you imagine the um, how many generations? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's just two generations. Maybe before that, they actually carried the babies when they cried, and then somewhere along the way, some some dude said, "No, you gotta you gotta let the baby cry, so the baby will get used to like particular schedules of feeding and sleeping." And I'm just like, "Wow!" Like my immediate thought was like, "Wow!" From when we're infants, we are being trained to not listen to our bodies. Do not listen to what we feel and just follow the schedule. And that's just like, oh, man, that's so crazy. And because um, what does that do? Uh, like we're, we're, we're infants and we're being taught to disconnect from our bodies, right? Uh, because there are more important things. So, and, and some, the constructs of a day... Yeah, yeah. So we can see, right? We can see how that—that's true. At every point after that, it's the same, and um, you know. And now, people don't know how to listen to their bodies. People don't know when people don't know when they're tired. You know, some people forget to eat, or you know, like all these things. And it's so because that's also a large part of what. What I do in therapy when I talk to clients, it's really a lot of it is, well, that's also because it's my training, but a lot of it is reorienting yourself to your body, you know, to, to know, to just recognize what you feel, you know, and even just like emotions in your body, because your body knows even if you don't know, <laughs> like, uh, or recognizing even things like hunger, you know, like you are hungry. Or that probably means you have to eat. Or if you're full, it probably means stop. Um, you know, so so all these rhythms of our bodies, which I don't know, they're there, they're natural to us. We learn to not listen to them. And we learn to conform to other people's recommendations or other people's structures. And it's just crazy to think that it's been like that for many of us from the moment we're born. And now the, those structures are like, God, no idea what to do. We don't know how to manage it. We don't know how to deal with all the big changes in the world right now. And we're finding it hard to adjust. I was just, um, it was, it's so funny because I literally just linked my mom a photo of that, like how babies who were left crying are usually the most aggressive ones because some babies will not stop until they will get a reaction. So growing up, <laughs> sorry, speaking of, <laughs> why? we were just talking about that earlier, right? Sorry. <laughs> That same aggression that they had because, you know, they were left crying and yeah. Yeah. they weren't cared for. Yeah. It knows that when it acts more to it, it adds more power, more effort into acting until you notice it. It's aggression. Yeah. And I don't know. we have so many problems with that in the world, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> This is making me emotional. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing though, like, yeah. when something, someone, a construct, uh, an authority doesn't listen, we result to aggression. Yeah. Because that's the only way they would listen. Like, to anyone who isn't listening, aggression isn't an yeah. option. It's the only way. Yeah. So, and and it's a thing. It's a thing we've been taught since uh -huh. we were that that whole interaction has been there since we were infants. So I feel like yes, in the early stages of like your body talking to you, you tend to oh push your capabilities. Maybe I'm not that yet hungry, or um, prioritize others' needs. 
consider others' needs that, oh, I need to be in this meeting, I need to work on this because someone's waiting on it. But it doesn't stop the body into reminding you. One of these days, you will be exhausted and you will be burnt out and you will be angry and you wouldn't be able yeah. to explain why. And you know, like, your immune system would be failing. Your body yeah. will keep talking to you until you do listen. Yeah. But I feel like we shouldn't be waiting for our yeah. body yeah. to bring out yeah. for help. Right, yeah. Right. Like we should pick up that baby. <laughs> Maybe that baby is still in all of us. Still a crying baby in all of us that we need to pick up. Cause like, God damn, why were why are you ignoring me? Right? So And I get it. Like we're strong. We can endure shit. Yeah. <laughs> we can endure things, but also we need our your needs, right? Like again, going back to the we go from baby to machine. Going back to the <laughs> You're a hard worker, you're a machine, you need to be well-oiled. You need to pay attention to the weird sounds your machine is making. Yeah. That's how much scrambling do get it. You know, I feel like it's inhumane if your employer doesn't understand that you need to eat right now. <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. Pick up that baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why I mean, in the past few weeks, I've been—I feel like I've just been saying the same thing again and again. That you know, the like I feel. Of course, it's my opinion, but what I see and what I observe is, is that there's just so much need for compassion in the world, and both compassion outwards to other people, but also to ourselves. Like you know, like if we have been trained all our lives to not pick up that baby. You know, because it's it's not good for it. You know, so it's not good for the baby. The baby has to learn, whatever. And so we 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 imbibe that. So unless we learn how to pick up the baby inside, <laughs> we're never going to do it to other people. Like it's going to be so hard because it's not going to make sense. That's why, like learning to listen to yourself, learning to respond to yourself in kinder ways learning to yeah listen to your body listen to what your body's saying listen to your emotions um listen to your needs uh, respond better to yourself be kinder to yourself like this is such a where am i what am i getting at this is so important because there's so much need for compassion outside right you were talking about aggression there's so much aggression in the world like just thinking about it actually it's just it's so it's so heartbreaking and it's so and you're talking about burning out and this is also something i've been talking about in the past few weeks that there's so much guilt being thrown around you know if you don't post this you're complicit if you don't you know, keep yourself updated three times a day. Oh, I don't know. You're 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 ignoring it. You're denying it. But what if you're so tired? What if the act of posting this thing is also so draining to you? And I'm not saying yeah, ignore it. You know, cut yourself off from the world. But there has to be some kind of. You have to eat, right? You have to sleep. You have to acknowledge your 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 heart is breaking. You're crying. You have to pick yourself up and you know comfort yourself. And that's I don't think that's said enough. That's something you're right. We tend to acknowledge others needing of a pickup more yeah. than we acknowledge our needs. Like we tend to oh we can um, cheer someone up, but we can't get ourselves to like cheer ourselves. Like we'll remind someone to like. Oh, have your meals, blah blah. But we, we feel like you know we don't uh, give ourselves the same instructions. We're not we're capable of taking care of others, like our loved ones. We remind them of this and that, but not to us. We're always it's almost as if complying. Is part of being human. We almost need to. What do you call that? I 
to be part of something in order because that's that's the thing with work you're a part of something you're a part of this huge mechanism that works and you're one tool and you feel responsible that if you are part of the huge mechanism you always have to be there the thing is how are you going to perform as well as the whole mechanism if you're not taking care of that tool yourself yeah and you know that's true even in the much bigger context of you know we're we're wanting to change things in the world and this is the big machine we want to change. This is the, we can't even imagine how that thing works, but we want to change it. And, you know, we sincerely want to. And, and yeah, again, it's like, it's, there's so much, I see so much guilt, like, like, like guilt at, at wanting space and time to breathe. Right. And that's like, there's you know, there i feel like sometimes like even me just saying this just saying this right now makes me feel like oh my god what are people gonna say about me <laughs> like what are we gonna say that i'm telling people to rest or else this is all gonna fall apart but i really mean that we are gonna burn out and we're never gonna be ch- able to change this big thing we want to change if we don't do this because you know like the whole parent thing <laughs> if i parents his or her child in the same way then it just continues. The structure just continues. So like if, if we are the children here, yeah, yeah. If we are the children here, we got it. We we got to do something else with our babies. And since we don't have babies, <laughs> we gotta start with ourselves with so the babies inside of us. <laughs> so so yeah, like um I mean this was also something that came up in my discussion last week with Anton, you know, the whole um, like how we the change we're trying to do inside of us, you know. So we're talking about therapy, and and it was kind of like how um, therapy, the thing you're trying to do inside yourself, you're trying to talk back and trying to change and not listen to that critical voice inside of you. Uh, you're trying to cultivate the ability to talk back to it, basically, to to give it to give yourself more power over that you know powerful critical voice and how that mirrors what's happening out in the world now you know there's all these people speaking out speaking back talking back to power the parents the authorities right and and so it's kind of like it's it's mirroring it and here's another thing you know like how we treat ourselves or that child inside us that cries and wants to be comforted. This is what we want to do in the world. This is the change we want to do in the world. We do want kinder, you know, the government, the machine, the company, you know, the bosses, whatever, uh, the, the big, <laughs> those big things there that, that, that are so hard to kind of grasp and understand. But, you know, their powers, their authorities, but we want to change them. Right? So we're like, uh, we're like children talking back to our parents, saying, "No, you can't do that to me. Yeah, you can't parent. I won't. I will not be parented this way." <laughs> um, so yeah, like, because uh, we're asking them to be kinder. We're asking them to be more compassionate. We're asking them to stop maltreating us. Right. So we gotta do this the same to ourselves, right, and to each other. We gotta pick ourselves each other up and ourselves up when we cry we got to be kinder and all of that the authorities like you can't blame them they grew up in a time where order was to be instructed now i feel like our generation we've mastered order we've mastered following structures we've mastered like the whole construct like we already know the formula of things but now we have to master how we want to be treated, how we want to feel in terms of these structures. We would want to be comfortable living these structures, mm-hmm. not just following them as constructs. It's, it worked for a time in a time where order was needed. Yeah, it was needed to survive. Now, and all of that. Yeah. Exactly. 
it was and now we've mastered surviving but now we have to master living yeah ourselves living being being is so unacknowledged yeah underestimated yeah i mean what does that even mean <laughs> what does it mean <laughs> okay hmm what does it mean <laughs> i mean that's that's great because like that's really like some okay there is being as if you just live within the constructs it's what you're expect there's what you're expected of what you expect of yourself which is usually what people expect of you anyway and then there's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then we live in a society where what you want to do doesn't necessarily equate to um, affording your sustenance, affording the live. There's a lot of, there, that's another layer. <laughs> there's a lot of layer to it. So, you know what they say, like passion and work, separate. And if you if you do what you're passionate about, um, you what do you call that? If you if your work is what you're passionate about, it's pretty much a privilege. So being is another thing you need to define yourself, <laughs> which is it all boils down to like the therapy, the talking to yourself, introspection, finding out what you really want. Yeah. You're, you've already mastered all these structure. Now, what do you want to get for yourself? What is it that you want? You just want a job. You just want a career. That's fine. You know? Yeah. You want to go off grid. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like earlier, I think this was before we started recording. You, you said something about how, you know, it's, and and we are aware that much of what we're saying sounds like we're coming and and you know it is because we're coming from this privileged privileged position where we can think about these things and notice these things right but at the same time when i when i talk about when i think about these things you know being you know what is that it's like oh nobody has that philosophy and all of that but like the <laughs> the way i i see it is that actually like it it is only if you look at it from a privileged lens meaning if you are rigid in that that's the only time it will look like oh you only have time for that if you have work or food or anything but the more i think about it it's like why like even if i weren't in this position okay for example being or Let's let's make it a little more concrete, right? Being able to know your emotions, being able to to listen to your body and responding to your body, even if it's just a matter of finding a more comfortable position to sit. Yeah, these little things, knowing that at this point, this thing, however simple it is, okay, we can go very like random like a ray of light coming through a crack okay that kind of thing and that gave you a feeling it doesn't have to be like oh i understand the universe no it's just a little oh it's a ray of light okay you don't need anything at all to get Mm -hmm. to, to be what appreciative of that you don't need anything at all to learn to you know, look at your, I don't know, suppose you have a cut on your arm and say, oh, I need to take care of myself. Okay? Even if you were hungry, you can be kind to yourself, right? So um, if being is the knowing of yourself, if and by that, it's not anything like, esoteric or philosophical it's just your ability to look at what's happening to you and to know how you feel about it 
and to look at what's happening in your body and to see what whatever little thing you know it is that you can do little adjustments even if you're in desperate situations that still has value it it does still have value and and so i know it still sounds horribly privileged but i mean we have so many stories of people um being able to do that and you know they're like sob stories these are the things they put in dramas and like documentaries but it's true it happens so that's what i acknowledge being able to survive right the fact that your body is helping you telling you how to survive that you gotta eat now you gotta do this your mind um gives you ideas on how to accumulate food accumulate shelter right right so like creativity or problem solving and all of these things um all of these things come from a stronger awareness of yourself and your inner processes so it's like it's something that's important across it's just actually it's just about being human it's just it's so much we're we're it's like that the moment we're born we're actually taught not to be that and so like it's so right we have uh, we actually have to learn it along the way right that's why people learn to be happy with with um little things simple things are as little as singing out of nowhere able to acknowledge that you need to just freely sing because it makes you feel good little things that make you feel good in order for you to like holistically survive emotionally spiritually praying uh, showers as simple as like bathing is almost in a way cathartic i guess because that's the time where with your thoughts yeah. I mean, that's just that example actually is just very Filipino, right? It's like bathing is important. Uh, but yeah, I mean, singing while bathing. Yeah, singing, right? And all these, all these things. I mean, so yeah, we we don't like little things are actually actions of taking care of ourselves yeah yeah acting upon a feeling of wanting to sing wanting yeah. to take a run, yeah. run wanting to drink water yeah. simple as that these are all very um understated ways of caring for ourselves the little things that we do mm-hmm. the little things that we need make up for the whole thing right or at least it allows you to not be a machine, right? Like, I think that's kind of like a sickness that that doesn't just exist with the underprivileged. It exists also with privileged. That's a sickness that, that's going on right now. It's that people are people can be so desperate as to become machines, and that goes for in all the spectrums mm-hmm. right and all like classes work exhausting yeah the truth right now like we don't acknowledge tired unless we're exhausted right we don't yeah. acknowledge stress unless we're what picking on our entire world yeah and we've lost weight unless we've stopped eating we can barely sleep it's and yeah that far yeah right right it's, and people feel bad with sleeping for eight hours right and i feel like tiredness has been glorified as product we call it productive let's say yeah. productive is a pretty toxic word it's yeah. not helping anyone yeah <laughs> um it um, it expects so much of you. 
Yeah. You know, I just remembered this this um this anecdote I heard from um I guess we could call her my client. Yeah, like in one of these workshops I, I conducted before. Um it was this woman, okay, and she she was a a stay at home, you know, mom. Um and you know, she would do all the chores and you know the whole I, she does everything you know her she sends her kids to school she does she cooks for them she d- washes all the clothes and all of that and you know she has to go to the market and and and, and sell things and all that so um but i was she was in part of this group uh where i was conducting um it was a mindfulness uh, series, and I remember um, she told us. She told me this this story about how just the, the fact, the simple act of, you know, she said she was washing her. She was she was doing the laundry, you know, like she was washing. She hand washing, and then she said she said this thing which I never for, forgot, which I. I always repeated when she noticed when she actually started to pay attention to just what was happening to her at the moment and at that moment and she doesn't like washing clothes that's her least favorite chore okay but at that moment where she was doing it and she's like why don't i just pay attention to what my body feels right now okay and then she realized that she actually enjoyed the fact that the water was cold and it was a hot day mm-hmm. and she was enjoying that and she found herself enjoying oh yeah i'm washing my clothes and you know and and she found something i guess a little bit playful in her that allowed her to enjoy that moment so kind of like these little things you know if she just got stuck in the structure of this is life you know life is hard i'm going to do all of these things i'm going to support my family and all of that not bad things but still, kind of like a, the functioning of a machine, right? But one little twist in her perspective where she actually paid attention to herself, how she felt, just what she was feeling at present, she found a little thing that helped her to just be there and gave her a little bit of like enjoyment. And, and so I guess that's what that's what's really missing because we don't do that. I mean, not naturally because we've been taught out of it um, from a very early age. And yeah, I guess I'm just really going back to the whole, like it's not just people in, in privileged positions who can enjoy themselves, who can take care of themselves, who can be, who can be, you know, who can, who can strive to be and strive for being. It's not, it's really a human thing. It's really a, it's part of our humanity and it's just a matter of knowing it and, and getting there. For for people who have to provide for their family, for their loved ones, it's more needed for them to acknowledge how their body works, what they're feeling. Because how will they be able to provide for others if they can't provide for themselves? If you are expecting if you're expected to care for others, you must keep some for yourself, you know? You need to care for yourself in order to optimize caring for your loved ones, for your yeah. family, to be able to do, to be able to churn out your best self for them. You need to oil be your, your best self, actually. Best, yeah. Yeah, or else you need to listen to your body. You need to know what you want. You need to take time to think and introspect and just listen to what you need right now. Because you're not you're gonna you're not gonna be able to give a hundred percent to your loved ones if you're only giving thirty percent of love and care to yourself. You know, like that TLC will overflow but how much of it like 
it all starts with you, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I also, I just remember this other thing also. I guess it's one of my favorite sayings. Um, I'm pretty sure it came from Scott Beck. Uh, uh, this, this text I read when I was in college. Um, and I think he said that love is circular. Meaning, when you love, it's always something that comes back. And then you, 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 you love, and then it comes back. And I think... Um, of course, at that point, he was talking about, you know, loving other people. But I think it's the same. Love yourself. It's, if it's truly self-love, okay, now we get to self-love. You know, self-care, self-love. Um, if you truly love yourself, it would also be circular. And this is, you know, we, we always have this guilt that, you know, it's selfish and it's, you're just going to be self-absorbed or, you know, spoil yourself. And I'm like, well, you know, that's why we try to cultivate true love also of ourselves because if it's truly if you are truly loving to yourself you give yourself love and it will still be circular you give it to yourself and it will be given to others and then it will return to you and you know that that and that, i'm not saying that's easy in fact like i guess like finding out how to do that is one of like the secrets of life that we're all trying to find but but like i guess i guess that's what we're talking about the whole you can't give what you don't have and if if you give to yourself you're not just it doesn't stop with you it will obviously also overflow if it's true if it's real you know and it's not it's not something that will like it's not just uh there I guess that's we have to find that we have to find out what true love is for ourselves you know yeah <laughs> um, so our body does so much for us yeah in order to live yeah. um, our senses does so much for us our brain our, our heart I, I'm getting scientific over here but what do I mean our, the body works so yeah. hard for yeah. us to keep going and I feel like it needs acknowledgement. You need to acknowledge your proper digestion, your heart, your blood pressure, normal, your your brain able to speak, able to talk to people. The very small things we do on the daily require so much requires our body so much actually. Our motor skills, motor skills, <laughs> our motor skills, um, and I feel like that's not acknowledged enough. Wherein we don't acknowledge ourselves. This is a part of ourselves. Our body is a part of ourselves. The feelings we feel, we overlook them because we don't acknowledge how much work our body puts into getting up in the morning getting ready doing all these mundane stuff mm-hmm. it's actually a lot of process like in scientific terms it's it's a lot it can break down every system in their body yeah. and because it works that way because it works so normal that we do this we do that we eat we sleep because it's so normal and we don't think how much work the body is putting into it we overlook that and then we overlook ourselves because we don't think that's hard work yeah because it's, we take it for granted we take ourselves for granted we take our bodies for granted yeah, yeah. right right and so yeah that's another thing we have to take care of really in at every level if you look at it at every level at a personal level we have to take care of our bodies because we want to do what we want to do on an interpersonal level we have to take care of our bodies because you know we want to be there for the people we love like like a societal level we have to take care of our bodies and ourselves because we want to change things so what do you what what are things that you would do (laughs) (laughs) oh i i I mean i work out (laughs) <laughs> maybe not this week because I've been so busy but yeah like that's actually something new oh my god it's like June it has been one year I have been working out pretty yeah. for about a year yeah June last year I started doing yoga 
Um, and then in December, I started doing weights. And then after that, you know, I really got into it and I alternate. Um, I mean, I stopped going to yoga classes, but I start, I, I kept on doing it like by myself. Um, so yeah, like it's kind of just like a balance of these. Um, yeah, I've never, I've, I've never taken care of myself as much as I have this year. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why I do physically, I guess, with the eating also. Although maybe not so much. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just found out actually that the shirt, how I actually ate wasn't so bad. Like, it was, it was okay. I mean, maybe it was just a matter of, you know, stopping with the takeout, and actually buying my own food, you know, that kind of thing, which I haven't been doing for the past two weeks, admittedly, because I've been so busy. Even my food for the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. There. Well, meditating also. Um, that's actually something I, I, I've been, I guess, I, I mean, not that I got more into it. It's just I kind of branched out and started trying different things. What are mantras you do? Trying different meditations. Something new, like, because I've been doing, like, well, mindfulness meditation was really my start. I mean, I've been doing that for a few years now. And then after that, maybe sometime last year, I started doing, you know, chakra meditations. Um, you know, focusing on... And these kinds of meditations are also very... They make you very sensitive to your body. Um, yeah, like, the centers. <laughs> And then after that, so yeah, that was last year too. But lately, just during, you know, this whole, this, um, the exploration I read, and maybe because I live alone and, you know, it's just like, huh, I don't care. Like nobody, nobody's here, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> um, you know what I started doing? I started, I got into um, meditating with drums, you know, so like shamanic drumming. And I, I found that I also like to dance. <laughs> right? So like, so I play the drums and like for 30 minutes, like, like at first I'm sitting down, but then it's like, you know, like I really want to move. And I guess that's also a, a little exercise also in, in listening to my body because like, oh, this makes my, me want to move my body in this way. And it's honestly, it's a great exercise with like, because I've always been kind of self-conscious with dancing. Like I can't dance. I can't dance unless I'm drunk. But 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 yeah, there. So it's like um, I've been doing. I was doing that for for a bit, and it was just so like you know, kind of just really getting in touch with with yourself and your body, and just being there. You know, not being conscious about. I mean, of course, nobody can see me, but at the same time, we've been taught to be so self-conscious. I mean, me. I, Right, well, and we're always told that eyes are looking at us. Yeah, right, and and that actually prevents us from knowing and just just allowing ourselves to be with with ourselves and our body. So that that practice has been something that's that's been new, but but great actually. I want to talk more about that. How like we've been programmed to be so conscious, to be so so aware of what others think would would think instead yeah. of what right yeah yeah i mean that's very relevant to the things that are happening right now right i mean as girls and you know our bodies and what we wear <laughs> what, we pose, what we are supposed to eat we're yeah to how eat. we're supposed to look how we're supposed to move yeah Oh yeah, how we're supposed to drive? <laughs> okay, all right. Ooh, can feel, I can feel some of the ba the baby in me is crying aggressively. <laughs> how we're supposed to structure our lives <laughs> according to what others would see of us instead yeah. of how we are in our eyes, how yeah. we would see ourselves, what we would deem as appropriate for us, what we would deem make yeah. us instead of like what would be comfortable for others what yeah. would yeah we're be... so programmed to always think that way 
what would conform to the construct. It's been crazy. World's been crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's only crazy because it's new to us. It's okay to adjust. It's okay to have new thoughts on things yeah. that we're doing. <laughs> it's okay. I, I get what you're saying. It's like a thing. Okay, I think I just said this earlier at a workshop I conducted this morning. Um, but and it's a thing I've been I've been saying again and again the past few weeks. Also, it's a particular way of um, reframing. You know, it's easy to look at the world right now to look at what's happening to us and and think, um, you know, everything's falling apart, right? And thing is. It is. <laughs> it is. Structures are breaking down. Um, it, it and it is falling apart. Things are breaking, and and it's scary. Okay? But at the same time, it's like, well, did we like everything about that structure? Did we like everything about what was there that's already that is now falling apart? And it's very easy to say no. Of course not. There's so many things that I didn't like about that. And so one one thing that we can do so we don't kind of just, you know, spiral into despair is to look at it from this perspective that, okay, it's falling apart and now we have an opportunity to change it. It is falling apart and that hurts and that's scary and that, that makes us feel unstable. But there are things we want to talk about that big structure that's falling apart. It's our opportunity to go ahead and do it. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard because we're going to have to adjust. It's going to be hard because we're going to have to be creative. We're going to have to, we're, and, and really, and this is something I, I find so important, we are going to have to make sure that we don't build it up in the same way. Right? That's why I keep saying that we, have, we can't do the same thing. We have to be creative. We have to do different things. We have to change how we, how we think. We have to be you know, more aware of like, all these other things that we've been out on before. And that's why, so that when that thing gets built up again, we don't build it up. <laughs> we don't build it up in the same way. So, and I know that just makes things harder because, you know, burdens on change like growth pains you know like would it fall apart if it was working in the first place if it was so healthy for us would we need to restructure reframe how we're doing things right so it it is i guess it is time to acknowledge that these the ways that we've been conditioned to be doing things is not mentally or spiritually healthy for us it's not doing us any good if anything we're just like slowly burning out so we have to make sure that how we build this new thing new normal whatever people want to call it isn't going to be taking a toll on our humanity on yes. us. it's not going to be so it's not going to be requiring us to be exhausted all the time. And it is going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of unlearning. It's going to be a lot of acknowledging what we've been doing, but it hasn't been working, but we keep on doing it anyway because it's what we think is right. It's gonna or be what we've been taught. We've been taught, is it? Yeah. Or maybe we don't even know it. You know, sometimes it's just so unconscious that this is the right thing. So there's also really gotta be a lot of questioning, questioning, questioning. You know, um, and yeah, sometimes it's yeah. That's why, like, sometimes I do get a little scared of the things I say. <laughs> Because sometimes it's like, wow, like, nobody's saying this. It's so unpopular what I want to say. You know, I mean, I maybe I'm not ready to say them right now, but I've told you some of these like things. Um, but but like, 
it's like oh, we can't keep doing the same thing. We there has to be something that you know that changes it. And sometimes it's listening to people you've never listened to before. Sometimes it's trying to understand something you've never understood before. And those those are the hard parts. But it's like if we really want to change, we we have to. Fear is a normal part of the process, I guess, because, you know, we were born out of love, conditioned with fear, mm. <laughs> you know, but we, it's okay, it's okay to acknowledge that this is different times, yeah. and we fear for change. It is okay to fear for change, because it's gonna be, it's not what you're accustomed to, right? It is going to be a part of our growth to overcome these fears, to try new things, as simple as that, to innovate how we think, to question and question and keep on questioning. And it's going to be hard. (laughs) Yeah. It it has been. But even if these opinions are not very popular, I feel like what do you call it? Starchy? It's it's necessary yeah. in our survival to adapt, right? Right. So in order to adapt, we must welcome new thoughts, new ways. New, the, the word new has been like, <laughs> see that everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's something new, normal, new, new. It's all new. No one has it figured out. Although, I know, is to like love myself. Yeah. Which is a good start. Love thy neighbor. Yeah. Compassion over dogma. All that stuff. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's like a nice ending <laughs> to this conversation. Yeah. Oh, we went everywhere. We did. I feel like. <laughs> what? You feel like what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> we just we just went with it. That's okay. That's what I want. I'm sorry again. Quote, may you live in interesting times um, <laughs> which was either good or bad depends on how you see it so, so. Uh, interesting times you live in interesting times it's been interesting times for a while I, th- I don't think it's gonna stop I think it's yeah, gonna be interesting as, as <laughs> the- <laughs> well that's why we're here and doing podcasts I have good expectations. I'm expecting both good and worst. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to, we want to change the world. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Okay. I'm just going to say it. I have been thinking about how I've just been brewing on this thought that there's just this I am going to be part of a change of the sort, right? And yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. So yeah. to be star seeds, to be children of the universe, to keep learning. Yeah. Uh, to keep evolving and stretching and it actually does excite me. It scares me because, I mean, even at this point, there's just so much. I do feel like I'm being stretched, like, yeah. like, oh, grow, you know? But that's fun. <laughs> that's also fun. Like, I know I'm uncomfortably growing. I'm just uncomfortable because it's just different to me or it's not like what it is. 
quickly. I just know it's like it's almost like very slowly too. Mm-hmm. And um it's not like I'm not scared. I'm more like uncomfortable because of the little, little, little changes that it requires. Um like I don't have time to be scared anymore because it's one after the other. Yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, that's um being yeah. I tried to just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the bottom line is we gotta take care of ourselves because there's so much more coming up, and we gotta be ready for it. I mean, we gotta be al- we gotta be alive for it. <laughs> we gotta have our souls for it, you know. So. And it's okay to like expect ourselves to be alive for it. We're gonna we're gonna go through it. Yeah. We can go through it healthily looking after ourselves we can go through it without it hurting too much <laughs> or you know that's where i call on like one of my favorite the favorite lines i ever wrote ever okay. that love will hurt but it should not harm we're gonna hurt we're gonna hurt hurting is just part of life but we we, we don't have to harm ourselves actually we shouldn't mm-hmm. right so hurt is gross harm is you know beating ourselves up it's like working out you gotta work that muscle yes new muscle work that hurts pain <laughs> is necessary for growth oh that's yeah. too clear <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yes, yeah. that's what we're. Yeah. But yeah, but it's true. What are your end thoughts? Your closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that conversation. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's all right. Like you know, honestly, it just sounds like one of our conversations. But we've always said that we should just record our conversations, right? And like, you know, do yeah. podcasts. And yeah, we finally did it here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we can talk some more later, but <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for being my guest to this podcast moonrise queendom <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna keep that but all right i'm sweet thanks <laughs> and name. i'm moonshine <laughs> i was gonna say my name okay all right thank you thank i you will girl. see you soon <laughs>